He's now helping farmers be more productive, serving about 185 companies that manage millions and millions of farmers. He's doing about $200,000 per month right now, or $2.4 million run rate. Just raised an $8 million round, 12 million bucks in the company to date, 150 people in Bangalore and other remote locations. 1% revenue churn per month. They make that back up with expansion. So north of uh, 100% net revenue retention each year. Spending five grand to get a new company like McCain. Again, that's managing all these farmers with an eight-month payback period. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Krishna Kumar. He's the founder and CEO of Crop and Technology Solutions. He's made it possible to enable data-driven farming by connecting all the stakeholders in the agri-ecosystem. Cropin is a leading global full-stack ag tech organization that provides SaaS solutions, thus enabling businesses to utilize technology to effectively drive their initiatives around digitization, predictability, risk management, compliance, sustainability, and traceability. All right, uh, Krishna, are you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. Very good. So tell us specifically uh, what the company does and, and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? Yeah. So, you know, Gropin is a full stack active company and uh, we work with B2B. We are a SaaS B2B company and we work with all the uh, uh, businesses who are interacting with the farmer for their business. Uh, for example, we work with uh, companies who are into farm, uh, farm production like McCain, ITC, uh, Philip Morris, Syngenta. We also work the input side of the businesses who are trying to sell uh, chemicals and fertilizers to farmer, where they want to manage the farmer uh, from the advisory perspective and also from the from managing the retailers and dealers' point of view. So, one side we are managing, helping the companies to help them to grow better with a less less input, providing all kinds of advisory support to the farmer. At the same time, we also helping input companies to educate the farmer how to use their inputs in a better way. The third piece is uh, we also work with the banks and uh, NBFCs and insurance companies to underwrite their product because, you know, lately what we saw in 2015 that we are sitting on a huge amount of data, uh, the critical mass of data, which was like close to 88 terabyte of data. We thought, how can we learn from this data and give back the insight back to the customer and also to their farmers? And we build a lot of machine learning AI-based capability to, uh, you know, provide this insight the real time to the customer to make sense of it and also help the farmer to grow better. So, who, who, so, that's Krishna, so who's your actual customer? Who's paying for the technology? I think it's businesses who are paying for the technology. The, the farmer or what kind of business? No, so the customers who are engaging the businesses are paying for the money. For example, if you look at McCain, McCain does potato growing for their chips making. They engage in the background a lot of farmers to grow the potato. So, But the company will pay our, uh, pay to us but they will use our platform to manage their 100,000 growers in different countries. I uh, see. Yeah. I see. Okay, very good. So McCain, you've also got like Sadria, uh, or how do you say, Sayadri Farms, these kind of companies. Correct, correct. Yeah. Okay, very good. And then what do they pay on average for this per month? I'm sure you have a lot of cohorts, but on average, what would you put it at? So if you look at our international international customers pay us on an average of, uh, you know, $50,000. Some customers are 100K, 200K uh, dollars also. You said $50,000 uh, per year? Per year on an average, if I, you know, divide the international businesses by the revenue. And if you look at Indian businesses, they are somewhere around $13,000 on, on an average. But again, there are customers who are at the enterprise level paying more, more than yeah. that. Okay. When you look at, if you put your entire, including domestic and foreign all together, though, it sounds like the average might be around 15, 16, $17,000 per year, something like that. Uh, you can say that. Or, or is the cohort, it. is the Indian cohort that's paying 13,000 bucks a year? Is that a, those are not the, it's a very different cohort than your international? Correct. So if you look at international, is a much higher. Uh, and then the uh, domestic is uh, on the lower side. Okay. So when did you launch the company? What year? So we started in 2010, 
much much earlier than it's the you know actex started in the industry so we were uh, we started talking about in 2010 we launched our first working product in end of 2011 starting of 2012 then we started selling to the customer and what were you i mean how did you get into this did you quit a corporate job and then go on or were you a farmer and then said i want to build this yeah so so i was a, in a corporate i used to work with the ge general electrics uh, i was hardcore engineer uh more of a r&d guy and then uh, uh, you know one of the idea was to do of of my something of my own give back to the society whatever learned from we have learned from it and we learn technology so we thought what we best we can do and also i was looking for a sector which really needs technology where nobody wants to invest their time and agriculture came to be the first because a lot of farmers take their life because of uh, you know take their life because of the debt and the crop failures uh and and the debt is somewhere around uh, you know $1000 for that somebody takes life that's a, a big so, big issue so $1000 in debt and the and the rates of suicide are extremely high correct correct and then the yields are very low and i thought like you know there is no such platform which has actually bringing this whole ecosystem closer where you can remove the information asymmetry and provide all the right advisory to the farmer right from the advisory and also uh, financial product to them so that they can experiment more and become a better farmer Uh, have enough uh, cash flow to you know do experiments and uh, and uh, help their family as well so if that our strategy is not only to help them to grow better but also we are helping banks and insurance companies to reach out to this farmer provide you know data insights to them that you can actually go and lend this farmer because he has been a very good farmer from last 3 years opening up the black box for them and uh, and help them to underwrite a loan and also bringing down the cost of monitoring and underwriting for the bank so that it becomes a viable business for them to Are banks and- paying you for this? Correct. Okay. So it's a different revenue stream. Correct. So it's it's basically it's a mostly a, a you know machine learning and AI based system which when the banks try to give lend to a farmer Yeah, no, Krishna, farmer- sorry. I totally get yeah. the product. I'm just trying to get a sense of how meaningful is it in your business. So th- just the revenue from banks like how much of your total revenue over the past 12 months does it make up like 10%, 150%? Close to ten percent. Okay, ten percent. Okay, so small, but it sounds like growing. Correct. Talk to me so about then, talk to me about your key kind of your key growth, which it sounds like are the kind of the McCain's of the world, right? So how many how many companies like that are you working with now today? We have worked with close to one hundred and eighty five uh, companies across the globe. So we are in twenty nine countries. Mostly our target customers are enterprise, and once we acquire them, we go to multiple countries where they are working with the farmers, and they onboard the farmers on the platform. So uh, the strategy is to go to the enterprise first, and then to the mid-sized market. Yeah. Now, can I can I take 185 customers multiplied by that fifty thousand dollar ACV that puts you guys at about nine ten million bucks in run rate right now? Is that about right? So you can call it as a four point five million ARR we are targeting because some customers will be on the pilot stage and then they scale up over two. Three what what are you at now though? What did you close twenty eighteen at in terms of run rate? So we close at two thousand eighteen. We closed. March thirty first, we close at one point five. Wait, wait, sorry. What, March, your your fiscal year ends March ended March thirty first, twenty eighteen. Correct. Okay, and that was and you said you you were doing about one point five million in run rate at that point, so about ninety hundred grand a month. Correct. Something like north of hundred grand a month. Okay, um, and then you've scaled now today to about what? So we are at two point four. And our visibility is to close it at 4.5 million ARR. Okay, by Master, by March 31st of this year, correct. 2019. Okay, so just to be clear, I mean that's only 
you're, you're, you said, did I hear you right? You're doing, you said 2.4 million run rate today. And you hope that in the next two months, you're going to basically double that up to four and a half. Yeah, because all the hard work of a few months are going to close in this uh, this one. So we are in the negotiation and all that stuff. Is, okay, so you don't see consistent new bookings per month. It's very heavily weighted between February and March each year. Yeah, so that has been always a heavy year for us in terms of the uh, ARR. Not just heavy, and, though. I mean, this is like all your, I mean, this is like significant, like doubling your company in two months is basically what you're telling me you're going to do. No. So as I said, we have an enterprise client and there are clients who are also in the line of paying a million dollar, adding a million dollar ARR. So there are multiple clients with, uh, where we have been working for four or five months, past four or five months are going to convert in this month. So they're almost on the verge of closer. Okay. So you're currently as a whole company right now doing 2.4 million bucks a year. You're saying with almost complete confidence, I'm watching your face, you've got contracts where there's going to be a million dollars that they are wiring into your bank account in the next two months. More than So more than 50% of your whole business size today is going to come in from one new customer in the next two months. No, couple of customers. So there are two, three, five, six customers we are talking to. Two, three customers will convert. And the ticket size are going to be a, a north of a million dollars. How have you been able to, so your current ticket size with 185 customers at the run rate you just told me would be, I don't know, what, what is that? 200 grand per month divided by 185. They're paying about a grand per month or 12 grand per year. How did you go from these contracts averaging 12 grand per year to ones that are going to be 700, 800 grand per year? I mean, that's a mess. If I was, in other words, if I was a company talking to you about to sign a million dollar deal with you, my first question would be introduce me to two other customers that are this size. You would have no one to introduce them to because everyone else is paying 12 grand a year. No, so as I mentioned, there's a mix of customers. There are customers who are paying 300K as well in our, uh, as an error, I mean, uh, on the yearly basis. And there's a plan to, we are expanding with them in the multiple countries as well as a, uh, while we are talking to them. So they talk to the worlds of Syngenta. Syngenta is a you know, multi-million dollar company. They are using our product in 20 countries. Now, when we are talking about uh, billion dollar clients, because we are talking about a multi, multi-country implementation, while they talk to Syngenta and other Philip Morris, who has been our customer. So there are already large agencies who are working with us, scaling up with us, and that's give the confidence to other companies to also you know, sign up that uh, scale-up product. So it sounds like you have serious kind of power laws happening here. True or false, that if you take your highest paying three customers, they make up more than 30% of your total revenue. So, uh, so you know, 80, 20% rule, 20% yeah, will yeah. pay you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you, I just, what I'm saying, if you're doing 2.4 million bucks in run rate today and you're telling me you have clients already currently paying you 300 grand per year, that's more, that one customer paying 300 grand a year is more than 10% of your current run rate. So if I add two or three or more of those, it sounds like you have major kind of 80, 20 Pareto principle power law happening. Right. Um, is there a path to upgrade people paying 12 grand a year, getting them up to hundred grand a year, 200 grand a year? And if so, how do you think about driving expansion revenue? Yeah. So we have, so well, so we have already shortlisted, as I said, there is a 20%, 20, 80%, uh, 20, 80% rule. There are customers who have signed up pilots of, let's say, 30K, 40K grants, and 10K grants also. And, but they have a potential to, their enterprise client, they are, they are validating the product, and they will scale up to 100K, 200K, depending on the number of users they will keep adding. So here... Well, what is a, a user, though? My, I, I, don't, I don't understand, so I don't think my audience understands. What is a user at McCain? So user is a you know, farm, uh, farm manager who is okay. managing, say, 100, 100 farmers under his portfolio. Okay, so it's not the 100 farmers. It's the one manager at McCain managing 100 farmers. Correct. Correct. Okay, so you're pricing off the managers at McCain, not the number of farmers they're managing. Correct. 
Okay. And then you send your bio here. I'll just, I'll, I think this is a good place to stick this in here, right? So you guys so far have digitized nearly 3.2 million acres of farmland, enriching the lives of nearly 2.1 million farmers. So those are all the farmers managed by the managers at McCain or your other enterprise customers, in addition to creating a footprint in 29 countries globally. Is that accurate? Correct. That's great. Have you done this all bootstrapped or have you raised capital? So we have raised capital. So we recently closed our Series B in uh, end of November. Yeah. Okay. How much have you raised to date? So uh, this round we raised uh, $8 million. Total we have raised for $12 million. Twelve. Okay. And why raise the $8 million bucks? Why couldn't you stay and just kind of be efficient with the $4 million you raised? I think because we consciously made a decision to uh, uh, expand in the international market. And once you expand in the international market, you require, you know, foot on the ground also for the enterprise client. And that's, that's, that's the cost. The second uh, concept decision we made to invest more on the AI and ML, that, that's also take a cost because now, you know, we are building those models to detect and predict. So we can predict crops in Nigeria, that which plots are on, on which crop and then what is the health, what is the yield and helping the supply chain manager, commodity traders, banking and insurance industry based on that. So that that's requires a huge investment. What's the so, team size today? How many people? 150 people. And where's everyone based? Bangalore is a headquartered and the uh, uh, 90% team will be here. Okay. Bangalore and then kind of remote. Correct. Talk to me about churn. It's critical in any SaaS company. What's your churn today? So, uh, you know, if you look at uh, our uh, value churn is 1%. 1% per month revenue churn? 1%. Co- correct. Total value churn is... Uh, yeah, yeah. But monthly or annually? I, I, I think uh, it's... Uh, monthly okay so about you lose one percent revenue churn per month uh but then it sounds like you have serious expansion levers does your expansion revenue on the cohorts more than make up for lost revenue expansion is there also addition of a new clients are there so when when, yeah yeah but so whenever you're uh, people always do this when you're looking at cohort analysis like churn and expansion you ignore new customer ads if you only look at the cohort you signed up 12 months ago you're saying that cohort churns about 1% revenue per month. That same cohort you signed up 12 months ago. How, how, how much have those customers upgraded their plans? Oh, so, so, so I can give you an example. So a customer comes with $10,000 in three months, they expand to 100K because they uh, proven the uh, product in one location. They take it to 20 locations because with their learnings and expansion. Okay, but that's not happening across your entire base because you told me over a year. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not looking for your best case scenario. I'm saying that cohort, right? If it's turning 1% revenue per month, on average, what's that cohort adding back per month? Is it more than 1%? I need to check the numbers uh, okay. on uh, this one. But I think, yeah, I mean, we had uh, expanding you know, with the customer. Do you know your net yeah. revenue retention? Oh, what do you mean by net revenue? Uh, net revenue uh, retention uh, means you look at people that signed up a year ago, you, you subtract out, churn revenue, then you add back expansion revenue. If expansion is more than churn, then you have more than 100% net revenue retention. I think we are at that. Okay. But you don't know. I'm I'm a little surprised you just raised $8 million. These things usually come up in those kinds of conversations. Were there no conversations about these kinds of numbers? So so basically, we talked about the churn, the number of churns in terms of the value, CAC. We do talk about all these numbers, but... I think our retention, so as I said, if our, uh, uh, you know, churn is like 1% of the value churn. So what do you mean by have, value churn? So if I have a 1 crore customer, I mean, 100, 100K, 100K customers, so 1%, uh, so if the, even there are four customers churn, but the value churn will be uh, uh, 1% of the 100K. 100, so if you have $100,000, 
You're Got saying a thousand dollars will churn. Got it. Yeah, it's called revenue churn. Right, revenue or value, whatever you want to call it. You're calling it value churn. We're calling it revenue churn. But yeah, got it. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, that makes sense. What about what's it cost you to acquire one of these new customers? Is there is it a Bing log sales process or how do you look at CAC? So, uh, so it's like a feet on the ground because we are after the enterprise clients. So we have a mix of inside sales and then the feet on the ground. So once we set up a meeting and we go and close, so CAC will be somewhere around, you know, uh, uh, close to five thousand dollar five. Uh, $5,000 to $6,000. Okay. And how many months do you, does it take you to get that money back? Eight months. Got it. So you're assuming there they're going to pay you 700 bucks a month, 800 bucks a month, something like that. So, yeah. So we basically, we uh, uh, charge them quarterly because they're enterprise clients. So the, this is how we uh, build that uh, agreement. Thing. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five, uh, Krishna. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, straight from the guts. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Yeah. Is there a CEO you're following or studying? Oh, uh, Salesforce. So I follow the, uh, the CEO of Salesforce. Mark, Mark Benioff. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Favorite online? Tool. Uh, uh, we, we use Pipedrive. Why do you say that with such a confused look on your face? I didn't understand that tool. What I mean, the tool, uh, what do you mean by the tool? So Favorite online tool to build a company. Pipedrive is a great example. It's your CRM, it sounds like, or sales process. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I think six to seven hours. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Married, no kids. No kids yet. And how old are you? Uh... Uh, I'm uh, 26. 26. Last question. What do you wish your a 36. Oh, 36. 36? Okay. What do you wish your 20 uh, year old self knew? Uh, can you repeat that question, please? Sure. Sorry. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? I didn't get you. Sorry. What, what do you wish your 20 year old self knew? 20 years self knew. Sorry. When you were 20, what's something you wish you knew? Oh, uh, that, you know, there's a world, world beyond engineering. Because India, mostly, either they want to become an IS officer or engineers. So sorry, I didn't catch the lesson there. What What do you wish you knew when you were 20? So there's a world beyond the engineering. Got it. Guys, yeah. get outside of engineering. There's a world beyond it. Coming from GE, he's now helping farmers be more productive, serving about 185 companies that manage millions and millions of farmers. He's doing about $200,000 per month right now, or $2.4 million run rate. Just raised an $8 million round, $12 million bucks in the company to date, 150 people in Bangalore and other remote locations. 1% revenue churn per month. They make that back up with expansion. So north of uh, 100% net revenue retention each year. Spending five grand to get a new company like McCain and again, that's managing all these farmers with an eight-month payback period. So healthy economics there, Krishna. Thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thank you, Nathan.